I know it's easier said than done, but it's quit caring. Yeah. And I'm telling myself this, quit caring what other people are doing. It doesn't matter what other people are doing. They're not paying your mortgage. They're not taking care of your family. They're not doing those things. So what does it matter? Why does it matter what Tyler's producing? Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. For me personally. Yeah. Right. So that's when the dog days hit for me is when I start looking at outside things that I have nothing, no control over. And I start comparing myself. So Tyler, there's a, did you know there's two types of people in this world? I think there's more than two, but yeah. No, no, there's only two. There's only two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's people who wait till after Thanksgiving to put up their Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. And then there's complete psychopaths. Yep. Those are the two kind of people. I'll, I'll jump on, I'll <laughs> jump on this train with you. <laughs> I agree. How many people I've never, I don't remember this growing up. Mm-hmm. How many lights did you see before Thanksgiving? They, they were everywhere in my neighborhood. Yeah. 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 So, and, and, and like where we live, there's a bunch of firefighters that have these like lighting. That's companies, another right? weird new trend. Yeah. I feel like well, firefighters. I, mean, I appreciate that, yeah, right? Because because they're typically on 24 hours off 48, so they're creating a business. Man, I, Good I for them. I appreciate the hustle. Yeah. Um. And uh. And I mean, you think about it, right? It's kind of smart because if someone falls off, they're already there to take there care of each other. Because. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, no. Like literally, they start. Uh, a buddy of ours does it. And they start before Halloween. Yeah. Putting lights up. That's a, that's actually, yeah, I do remember now that I think about it. That's insane. Yeah. But, I mean, some of these guys, I mean, from a volume standpoint, they'll make they'll make more in a two-month period putting oh, yeah. up Christmas lights than they do as a firefighter all yeah. year. Well, we got a quote, and I was like, I'm not paying that. <laughs> You're tripping. <laughs> I know. But, but to your point, yeah. we, had to, we had to book this, like, Beginning yeah. of November because they said we're booking up for the rest yeah. of the season. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's insane, insane, dude. It's insane. But then also, um, and I know where you stand because you love Thanksgiving, right? Yes. Um, it's disrespectful to Thanksgiving to start I, doing. I, I would. I would concur. Thank you. And Thank but you. I'm. All I'm right. Mar- podcast over. See you guys next time. <laughs> Sol- solved all the world's problems. Uh, but I married a psychopath, as you as you describe Me too. it. <laughs> um, to where that my my wife, not kidding you will start playing Christmas music in August. Wow. Because she loves this season so much. Like so much. And that's fine. Yeah. Love it all you want. But give let let's give give Thanksgiving some breathing room, please. Uh no, I'm I'm with you there. <laughs> and but from a decoration standpoint, like that's this is what you're talking about, is she would do it before Halloween. She Jeez. would do like mid October. Wow! Like if I let her, she would do it for her birthday present, like in September, <laughs> September twenty third. That's what she would do. And it's like, and look, I I understand because there's just it brings this inner kid out of you. It brings hope. It brings joy. It brings mm-hmm. all. I, I love everything that it represents. But like for me, usually about two and a half, three weeks in, it just kind of just bleh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It loses its luster yeah. a little bit, right? Like yeah. the season. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit of a Grinch. Yeah, I, the, <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> that has listened to the show would argue with you. <laughs> Throw up a tree and I'm good. I, I yeah, dude, I, I'm, I, that, that's fine with me. Okay, so so here's here's a question, and it's funny. Uh, my great grandma, uh, not my great grandma, my kid's great grandma, my grandma, who's 94 years old. Savage, absolute Jeez. savage. Yeah, anybody, he, anybody that's a savage that lives to their nineties. Yeah, and she, you would think that she's 
I mean, she flew out here by herself. Like you would think that she was, you know, 65. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, but my, my daughter was asking a bunch of questions about the holidays and I was like pretty impressed, like about the questions that she was asking. But one of them was, you know, okay, what's your favorite thing about the holidays? What's your least favorite thing about the holidays? And this got that conversation going about decorations. And my wife's favorite thing is decorating the Christmas tree, setting it all up. Mm. Like, and I'm like, that day is like my nightmare because she, it's like, it's funny. You love it so much. And she does. She truly does. And she does such a good job, but it is the most stressful days. Like there's only one other day that is more stressful. And that is Christmas card picture day. Oh, we're taking, <laughs> you do, you guys do get your cards out early. She do. Really early. Yeah. Yeah. It helps it. My mother-in-law is a photographer. That's true. That's true. Um, so like we just, we can do it whenever, wherever, and usually it's just super early. Um, but my answer was my least favorite thing about the holidays is pulling down the decorations from the attic. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is my least favorite yeah. thing about the, the whole holidays. So I'll push it. That's why I fight it so much. It's like, I don't want to climb up in the attic in Texas <laughs> in October. You, you know, an unintentional game changer for us has been, we don't have really attic space in our yeah. new house. It's yeah. really weird. Uh-huh. When you ha- it doesn't have attic space. So, we got one of those in your garage, those little shelf things that you hang from the ceiling. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, about? yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Safe you get space. a Costco and yeah. gets it up off of the so ground. So all our Christmas decorations. Yeah. So that, thankfully, yeah. was much easier. We had that year. We had that at our last house, and it, it was it was really nice. Yeah, it's much easier. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm glad we've settled yes. that you're a complete psychopath if you try to decorate. Before now, again, I'm all for Christmas. It's an awesome holiday. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But give Thanksgiving its respect and don't start decorating until December. Well, and here's what it is it, it, to me, right? It's a correlation, and here's another Christmas analogy. It's as a kid, the surprise and awesomeness of opening up a present Christmas morning, right? It's like, dude, this is great. Like, I get yeah. to enjoy all of it right now. Like, I want to wait and wait till it's time and then open the present. Or are you the kid that gets a little bit excited when you sneak your presents the second <laughs> week of December, right? And you see what you're going to get, right? Okay, that's cool. But you don't really get to enjoy the full feeling right. by waiting and being patient and doing it in due time. Yeah, Cooper Cooper snooped in our, our closet the other day and found some of his presents. So, yeah, yeah to our, your our exact kids, point. Our, our twin, the <laughs> twins are the worst. It's that age, dude. Yeah. They're it's, the worst. It is. Well, that's not our topic today, but I'm glad we, yeah. uh, we settled that. Um, and before we do jump into our topic, I do want to thank uh, Sleep Number. We've mentioned this before. We just got our beds um, a month ago. And, again, I, 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 I know people here in this. Well, you think, did. Yeah, that's right. I think I'm. Right. I think I'm only th- two or three weeks in. Yeah. yeah. So it's been about a month for me, and, and I, I know people are going to not believe me when I say this, but I I literally can't remember sleeping through the night more yep. than I have this last month. Now uh-huh. that could be coincidence. I think it's actually the actual product, though. Uh-huh. The mattresses they've made, the technology that they've implemented, the cool little nerdy sciencey Dude, stuff. If if you're at all a nerd, yeah, you will love the Sleep Number 360 smart beds. It gives you all this feedback the next day. It gives you a sleep score. The actual mattress itself is the most, com- and it's custom, right? Yeah. Each side of the bed is customized for whatever preference. You can have it more firm. You can have it softer, whatever your preference yeah. is. Instead of just being stuck with one, yeah. like old dumb mattresses, it's yeah. the Tesla of mattresses. So It is. It get is. yourself to a sleep number, sleepnumber.com, or they have retail stores all over the country. Go get yourself a sleep number again. It's a VIP experience, a customized experience. And uh, we are very grateful to Sleep Number for their partnership. But no, very much so. And just one real yeah. life story is I've had kind of a head cold. It's not the 19, but um, I've, I've had yeah, a little bit of a head cold. Don't say the full word. We'll get canceled. And so 
one of the things is like, you know, when, when you've got a head cold, you just kind of drain, right? When you normally sleep flat, all it does, you just get congested and you wake up and you feel terrible. Well, literally one night I was asleep. I was asleep still because it's so comfortable. And Tiff propped me up because she could tell like I was just wasn't breathing real well. Mm -hmm. So she propped me up and she was like, it went away like that. And you slept. And I was like, that's phenomenal. I actually, I woke up actually feeling so much better. Wow. And again, your partner can do it. You can do it, but it's just the the flexibility that that it provides in ways that okay, hey, it's going to serve my need that I need tonight. Every mm-hmm. every day is different, right? Whatever you put your body through that day, it's different every day. And sometimes you may need to elevate your legs because you had a hard workout, yeah. or sometimes you may need to prop up because you've got congestion. Sleep number three sixty bed. That's perfect. awesome. Yeah, and it's also that neck meat you, meat you got. Just, just clogging your, that's your esophagus. That's true. <laughs> so it's good to know that the sleep number is literally saving your life. That's it good. Is. Yep. <laughs> if you don't want to stop lifting weights, at least the sleep number can prop you up. That's so right. anyway, sleepnumber.com, right. go get yourself to the store. But to the topic we wanted to yeah. talk about today, and that's the topic of it, and I'll make the analogy you hear in baseball, mm-hmm. right? You hear the phrase, the dog days of summer. Mm-hmm. And it's this concept where, you know, baseball season starts in the spring. Side note, baseball is such a long seat. It's crazy how long it is. But because of that, right, you started out in the spring. Everybody's super pumped, excited for a new year. Everybody's got a chance, right? Mm -hmm. Then you slowly get into the summer months. Weather's a lot hotter. Season's been dragging on, right? The the slowdowns, the the fatigue starts to hit for these players, right? The dog days of summer start to hit. And then, obviously, the fall comes in. Weather starts to cool down. Playoffs are in sight, right? They get rejuvenated and finish off the year strong. So that concept is also a lot like any goal that you want to set out for, right? I always had this perception that, man, if I'm after something and it's something that I really, really want, it's just going to be great from beginning to end. Until I accomplish that goal, there's going to be no downtime. There's going to be no lack of motivation. It's going to be awesome 100% of the time. And what a naive thing to think that it's always going to be roses and rainbows no matter what or how passionate you are starting out and so that's been the realization for me in just different areas of my life I think about fitness that's been the case right super excited about a brand new goal I get towards the finish line right or or maybe somewhere in the middle there Mm -hmm. it starts to lull a little bit I think about this podcast even right we started out and we've been doing this for almost two years now and it's been you know a blast, right? We've learned so much. It's been great, but there's even been a little bit of a downtime for this of, you know, maybe it's a lack of motivation. So it's just, anyway, that's been on my mind lately. I I would love to hear your thoughts because of your experience and the things that you've gone through of how do you deal, how do you stay motivated during the dog days, we'll call it, of when things are just, you're just not feeling it. You're not feeling that motivation for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple things, and and, and I 100% agree is there's dog days in every, almost every phase of life. Um, you know, I think of like, you know, on, on a micro level, right? Like dog days and a goal, right? It's like, or dog, shoot, dog days within a day that like <sighs> two to four o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh, you know, that, like I gotta, I gotta move through it. Um, you know, a job. It's like, okay, I've been doing it for three years. I'm not, I'm, it's not brand new. So I'm not like, you know, in this learning phase and excitement and all this, like I've got it down. Now it's just like continuing to grow. Right. Um, you know, whether it's like you said, fitness, uh, I mean, I think of it in a year, 
if you look at like a calendar year, you look at typically like that, uh, in a, okay, let's look at it a school year, school year, like that February, March, April. It's just kind of like that time of year. You're just like, if you're a student, it's just like, oh man, I'm not real close to finals. The summer's still a ways away. Like I'm not super motivated, but how do you keep yourself going? Um, you know, and, and I agree with you, like with the podcast here, we really excited and we're going and there's, there's just, there's a lot, a lot going on. Like we're super passionate about this. And, and one of the things, and I'll start here on the podcast is, um, one of the things that I think we have been doing and, and you have been done a great job about this is just reminding me what our goal is and what our mission is. Like our mission here is not Hey, build this thing up to, you know, a million downloads an episode. Uh, not that's not it. It's it's truly just to look be be something for someone. Mm-hmm. Be able to be an outlet that they can be encouraged, an outlet that they can learn something, an outlet that they can laugh because there's a bunch of idiots on the other <laughs> side of it. You know, whatever it may be, but be something for someone. And 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 that that is it, right? As you're going through these dog days, when you when you have these goals, typically January first, everyone creates these mm-hmm. these year goals, right? By the end of the year, that's great, right? But you you can't you can't build a goal and just leave it at that. And we've talked about this. You've got to break it down, and so that you're hitting and you're celebrating victories along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you break it down, okay, okay, in, in one year, let's just use a podcast. In one year, we want to make sure that we're reaching, you know, we go from X number of downloads to Y number of downloads, right? But along the way, how do we get there? Okay, we've we've increased this. We've provided interaction with the client with the with the listeners this way, or we do this along the way so that we're celebrating those wins along the way. Because I know the three of us, at least, we're motivated by the scoreboard. We're athletes, mm-hmm. right? We want to keep score. We want to be able to measure the growth somehow. Mm-hmm. So figure out a way to set minor goals that you can, okay, hey, point, point, mm-hmm. point, right? And and it's like, it's like in baseball. It's okay. You, you can look at the schedule, and then you can take it down to phases of, you know, all-star – Pre All Star break, post All Star break. Okay, there's that one. Okay, now we're gonna look at it in series. Okay, now we're gonna look at it in the game. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna look at it as an inning, and then now you're gonna look at it with the batter that's up up to play. Okay, like is the pitcher winning? Okay, boom, I'm up. I'm up in the count. Mm-hmm. Like you could take it down to really small levels, so that okay, hey, you're actually progressing. And and I struggle. I struggle doing that sometimes. And I and I know that I need to like. And I don't want to say fabricate, but I know that I need to create scenarios where it's like, all right, we're making progress mm-hmm. in this time that feels like no progress is being made. I'm a zombie just going through the motions. Like I need to know and be motivated to, okay, I've got to hit this. Mm-hmm. I've got to hit that. That's why the successful fitness plans, right, is they do, yes, like here's your end goal. But within that, we're going to do this programming, we're going to do this programming, we're going to do this programming. And within it, it's, okay, within this programming, we may do a eight rep max, and then we may do a five rep max, and then we may do a three rep max, and we may do a one rep max, all within that six-week programming period. The successful programs are not built as one goal, it's stages. Mm-hmm. And and for 
for myself, I know it really helps when you're in the like the period where you're just unmotivated. Yeah. You just don't want to get up and you don't want to go. Like for me, I look at I look at you know my workout and I'm like, all right, cool. Like today, I get to compete with myself because I know that I had a PR at this whatever this exercise was two months ago. I got to beat it today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's that concept of, and this is easier said than done, but it's that concept of, look, I I don't know how I'm going to make it through the next six months, but I know that I can make it through today. Yeah. I know that I can do this workout today. Maybe I I don't know how I, I I can't see, I'm so tired, I can't see how I'm going to make the next 10 workouts. Yeah. But at least I know that I can put in and I can go and I can show up today. You know, another thing that you said, and I think a struggle for me is is the whole comparison thing. And I think the dog days hit for me when I start comparing myself to others. So I think of our day job, our real estate job. If I just looked at my production this year, for instance, in a vacuum, I've had a good year, right? And a quote-unquote a top. By the way, congrats on... um, Thank you. Top producer. (laughs) Thank you. Right. So if I look at that from from a... in a vacuum, I think, okay, I was a top producer. I yeah. achieved this metric that our company uh, has stated is, a, is the goal for everybody else, right? Yeah. Everybody should have this goal every single year. So I've achieved that goal. So in my mind, if I just look at it in a vacuum, I've had a good year. But what I do is mm-hmm. I think, well, I haven't had as good a year as Tyler, mm-hmm. or I haven't had as good a year as Darren, mm-hmm. or I haven't had as good a year as so-and-so. Mm-hmm. So my year sucks, right? Yeah. So that's when the dog days hit for me yeah. is when yeah. I start comparing what I'm doing with what other people are doing. Yeah. And I've learned, and this podcast has really helped me learn this, is, is it's, you can't do that, mm-hmm. right? And, and again, I know it's easier said than done, but it's quit caring. Yeah. And I'm telling myself this, quit caring what other people are doing. It doesn't matter what other people are doing. They're not paying your mortgage. They're not taking care of your family. They're not doing those things. So what does it matter? Why does it matter what Tyler's producing? Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. For me personally. Oh, yeah. Right? So that's when the dog days hit for me is when I start looking at outside things yeah. that I have nothing, con- no control over, and I start comparing myself to yeah. those other and that, things. And that's so true. And one thing I, I do appreciate, at least in the workplace uh, over the last decade or so, is there's been an emphasis on culture. There's been an emphasis on leadership. Um, you know, we had a company come in uh, and speak to us yesterday uh, at our, in our real estate job. And, and they literally are carrying like major overhead positions just on culture and leadership, like not producing any revenue for the company, but they're spending money at salaries on people that go in and just create better culture and leadership. And Hey, recognize, Hey, this guy, I feel like he's kind of in, in a slump or the Mm -hmm. dog days or whatever. We got to help pull him out. That's all great. And I appreciate that. Like I said, but to your point is we've got to take accountability. We can't wait for someone else to come along and pull us out of that is we've got to take accountability. And like you said, nobody is putting food on the table for our family. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is, is going to be the motivation for our kids and nobody else is going to come in and interact and lead and love your kids. Mm-hmm. It's on us. Yeah, It's on us to do it. So we get in those phases and it's real. Like it, for you to not, like deny that, Hey, we don't have lulls and we don't, we don't go through dog days and I'm just super fired up and I love what I do all the time. You're an anomaly. Yeah. If that really is you, you're and an I, anomaly. Yeah. And I don't think it is. And, and I think that's the, the hard part of social media is we see the best of everybody. Yeah. And so we con- or at least I constantly think like these people never had, have issues or problems. They yeah. never have bad days. 
they're constantly fired up 100% of the time, and that's just not reality. Yeah. They're just not putting that out there. Yeah. And, and I'm curious, David, I'm curious. I want to bring you in on this because of, you know, we introduced you last week as in your company and your, in your business and, and what you're doing and how fired up you were to start your own thing. So I want to get to that in a second. But I, before we get there, I do want to thank another sponsor of ours in a place where there are no dog days. No, I sir. can guarantee you 100% of the time there's no dog days at this place. And it's Choctaw. Casino and Resort, their brand new expansion, 3,000 new slot machines, brand new restaurants, new resort-style pool, which you can't really enjoy right now because uh, it's not summertime. Um, but just the new, the new hotel expansion, yeah. the concert venue, yeah. it's, it truly is one of those places where you get to forget about everything else for a little bit. Yeah. Right? You get to go up there. You get to have a great time, let your hair down, forget about Recharge. the kids reconnect with your spouse, whatever it is, whatever your goal is for going up there, it truly is a great place to just be yourself and have fun and let loose. And the great thing about it is, especially if you're here in DFW, it's the shortest drive possible to be able to accomplish all of those things. It really is a vacation that's only an hour away. Yeah. Yeah. I just had a conversation with a good friend and their parents went and they said, hey, don't don't you guys do stuff with them? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, my parents just went, and they were blown away at how nice yeah. it was. They had no idea. Yeah. And I was like, apparently you don't listen to podcasts, or <laughs> or you don't believe us. Yeah, look, but, I've said this 100 times before. I am not a casino person. That yeah. I don't. When I think of fun, I don't think of I'm going to go gamble my money away. That's not what I think about. However, yeah. Choctaw Casino and Resort is different. Yes, you can go gamble, and you can go do all yeah. that, but there's so many different other offerings yeah. up there. So it truly is a great time, no matter who you are, no matter what your personality is that you're listening to this, it is an awesome time. You know what the, you know what the problem there. is? You're just not committed to being good at gambling. Well, I just, and I hate people. I've yeah, said that a million point. times before that's, as well. So being in, a, being in an environment with people is just not fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Choctaw Casino Resort, get yourself up there. But David, I want to bring you in on this. I want to hear your opinion because you started your company, Snacks Media, and you started, I'm sure, you know, jacked up on fire this is gonna be the greatest thing ever you've now been doing it for remind me three years now four years three years three years now i've got to think in these three years there's been some dog days for you there's been some times where you've wondered man is this really what i want to be doing talk to us a little bit about that yeah for sure i mean there are stretches where you know being the boss it's not like you have a set salary yeah so there's some scarce months here and there where it's like Man, that that salary was pretty nice when I had it. Mm-hmm. The um, security, yeah. yeah, the security was pretty nice. Uh, but I mean, I, I I listened to a bunch of podcasts. That's how I found y'all. And you know, they always say just keep trucking. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's what I've done so far. Right. Um, you know, we're still nowhere close to out of the woods, which yeah. I don't know if entrepreneurs ever really feel. Totally out of the woods because yeah. no. there's always no. when you some sell type and then of fire. when you sell your company and then and then you get this overwhelming like why did I sell like now yeah. what do I do yeah but internally David I'm curious is it literally like internally in your mind you're thinking okay well Andy Fursella told me to do this so I'm going to do this or you know the Darren Woodson show encouraged me in this way so or internally are you telling yourself something like what are you telling yourself internally when you aren't feeling it when those times do hit where you're like man this is just not like, this isn't as exciting anymore as what I thought it was. What are you telling yourself in those times? I think it's somewhat of a muscle where, like, I used to 
go on YouTube and try to find motivational videos, yeah. mm. but motivation is fleeting and right. <laughs> discipline is forever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Uh, but I feel like that muscle has started to be like, okay, you just have to do, th- you have to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's like with, when it was just me, it was a lot easier to be like, I'll get that task done later. Yeah. And now it's like, no, you got to hit, you got to hit payroll. Yeah. yeah. And there's no excuses. Yeah. And the, the pressure helps, you know, not almost not get into as many dog days. Cause it's like every day is, uh, yeah. yeah. Every, that, every day you're grinding. That, that's a great point actually, because you don't have a choice to say, I don't feel like doing this or this isn't exciting. Like you've got people counting on you. So that's a, that's a huge motivator for you. Tyler, yeah. I think of your story when you were, you know, chasing the NFL dream there. Yeah. You had your wife counting on you, but nobody was really else affected by that. So in David's scenario, and, and that, I love what you said, like motivation is fleeting. Discipline, though, is, is what sticks you through. I, I couldn't agree with that more because there are going to be these spurts where we are motivated, quote unquote, but there's, that's not always going to be the case. Yeah. So like Tyler, for you, I'm thinking of your scenario, David, you've got the, the outside pressure of providing for families, literally feeding families that rely on you, and, that, and that's great. Tyler, for you, where nobody was depending on you other than your wife. Yeah. What were you telling yourself at 11 p.m. after you finish your bar shift and you're thinking, dang, I still got to go get a workout in tonight? Yeah, yeah you know what is, is when you said this, it, it really sparked something. Um, is, is those times, I, it brought me back to, to that, those dog days of chasing the dream, right? Is, is I remember in being in those times and there's, there's a point where you, you it's like kind of this like bell curve, right? It's like, okay, it's good. It's good. It goes down. I'm feeling terrible about myself. I start to feel sorry for myself, start to think about quitting. And then it would hit, it would be like, no, like these are the times that I'm, I'm going to get better, stronger, more discipline. And I, and and it gave me this boost of energy at that point because it was like, no, like this is going to, this is, this is what is going to make me who I am, whether I make it to the NFL or not. But like, this is a part of the dream. And there was like this pride that just kind of came in yeah. at that point. It was like, oh. Like, so did you literally have that conversation in your head yeah. of, hey, guess what? This is a, this time that I'm suffering through right now is actually yeah. going to be the time I'm going to look back. So you had yes. to actually had that yeah, verbal and so, conversation. And so to like head. take it to, take it to, to, to training. I, and this was something that, and, and I would have to do it at this point because I, it made sense to me because I loved it. Like getting to go train, right? Like waking up, it's like, I don't really, I'm not really excited to go do this, you know, stadium workout with at Fresno state with Mm -hmm. the team, you know, at this point was what I knew. And then I'd get out there and then the more it would hurt, the more endorphins would go Mm. and more motivation I had. Cause then it was like, (laughs) all right. It was almost like a, it was almost a, a drug almost right. Where it's like, all right, like the more I hurt, the better it is. And like, that's what I've found that I've loved, I've loved in CrossFit is it pushes me to a place where in my head it says, I'm going to quit. I stop your body hurts. And then you hear that voice. You're like, Oh, okay, here we go. Now is when I start to get better. Yeah. Right. And so when you get into these dog days when it's like, oh man, I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm unmotivated. And it's like, wait a minute. 
this is now, okay, now the growth starts yeah. to happen. So, and then there's that extra boost of energy. So how do you train yourself to get there? Because that's so counterintuitive what you think, because you, you're exactly right. Because I, I, now I'm thinking of times where I was the same yeah. way. It's so counterintuitive to think the pain is right. actually what I need to press into. Yeah. I need to seek out the pain because uh-huh. I know that the pain is going to result in a better outcome. Right. Whereas the natural reaction is I want to avoid the pain. Yeah. That's just a human tendency. Well, it's, it's, I want it's to avoid. A mental, it's a mental battle, right? right? Is, is your mind can be, can either be very weak or it could be very strong. Mm-hmm. Your body has more than enough capability oh, yeah. to accomplish the task, mm-hmm. right? Your body is much stronger. It's, it's your, your mind is going to quit much before your way body before. does. Yeah. Way before. Um, and so, so how do we train our mind to be stronger then? Right. Is, is I say this a lot is you've got to be aware of the language that you're talking yourself with, mm. right? The words that you're saying to yourself, that internal dialogue, you've got to recognize it because a lot of times in, in me, I'm guilty of this at times too, is that it's very much like it's, it's not a, a um, recognizable voice. It's, it's a background that you just believe, right. Mm -hmm. Is the truth that just like, okay, you know, when, you know, when you're driving and like your navigation just says here and you just like mindlessly like click your blinker on, you turn and you go on this off ramp and you, then you turn this left. You're just kind of like going through it. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta recognize what it's telling me to do, what my body and mind are telling me to do. And I've got to hear that. And that is, is that in line with what I really truly believe? Mm. Because instead of just like blindly following what the internal dialogue is telling you to do, it's like, hold on. No, no, that's, that's not, that doesn't meet up with the goals that, mm. that I've established. And so it does take training. It does take time, but man, like when you, when you recognize it and you're like, ah, no, I'm not, I'm not falling for it this yeah. time. There is a boost of energy yeah. and it really does. It really does make a difference in pushing through those hard times. Yeah. I think this is such a good point that you're saying about appreciating the dog days yeah, it sucks and it's not fun, but at the same time, it is what makes the end result feel that much better. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I need to push through this because it's just part of the deal. Like this, it's just unavoidable. And this, it's the separation part, right? It's where, like, okay, this is when everybody else that's at the same level to mm-hmm. me, 99% of their minds are telling them, to quit. This is too hard. Yeah. This is boring. I'm whatever, right? Go do something else. Well, this is where you gain ground on the competition. When you recognize it and say, ah, okay, my body or my mind's telling me to quit. I'm not happy. This isn't fun anymore. All right. Everybody else is hearing the same thing in their head too. Yeah. They're going to listen to it. I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make, make up some ground yeah. on all these people. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, I think just a couple of practical things. And, I, and again, this is not me saying, hey, this is what you should do. This is just what I do. I think practically speaking, when I do feel this, is I do a couple of things. I do, like David said, I actually do go seek outside inspiration. What are some people that have been there before? How did they get through it? Yeah. And, and I'll listen to a podcast or I'll watch a YouTube video or you know, I'll, do some, I'll, I'll try to find these moments of motivation because there are moments yeah. And I'll try to think, okay, how can I draw inspiration? Who else yeah. can, who else has been here and felt this before? How yeah. can I draw on with this? So that's one thing that I do. Yeah. Another thing that I do is I just think, 
I'm like you. I have an ego that says, you know, it's it's that pride of, well, nobody else can accomplish it, but guess what? I'm going to be the one that does. And I think you have to have some ego to think that, right? And some pride to think that, yeah, maybe this didn't work out for anybody else, but I'm going to be the one that figures it out. So I think there's some craziness in me. Yeah. that thinks that as well. So I, I just think, well, I'm going to be the one that's different. I'm going to be yeah. the one that does do this. Yeah. And then the other thing I do is sometimes I just grit my teeth and I just do it anyway. Yeah. Right. We've had this conversation before. I don't feel like it. Yeah. Right. I think of scenarios where I didn't feel like doing something. So what? Yeah. I'm just going to do it anyway because I know that I'm going to be happier on the other side. Yeah. And it sucks and it's hard to get me to, I don't know, for whatever reason, that's just built within me to be able to, I, I get that's not everybody. Yeah. But there's just certain aspects. Now, there's other aspects where I'm not built that way. Yeah. And I do succumb to, I just don't feel like it, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But I do think that I've built, for whatever reason, just through life experience, of an ability to more times than not, just because I don't feel it, yeah. I'm still going to do it. Yeah. You bring up, man, okay, you, you said a couple of things that, like, triggered some things. Um, is And, and I got to give a shout-out to uh, to Jamin Roller. Um and he's uh he's the teaching pastor at our church and and going through this advent deal and and he was talking about um you know there's three things in it and we're going through uh James and it was like the the song of Mary so she's t- and this is before she has Jesus Mary being Jesus' mom um but anyways he he breaks this thing down and one of the things that he said and he talked talked about was you know in this instant, God celebrates the consistent, quiet obedience, right? And one of the things that's lost in our culture is doing the little things consistently without getting the recognition is a really good thing. Mm. And remind yourself, just because you're not getting the the recognition from your superiors and just because you're not getting the views on social media, just because you're not getting the overall like pat on the back, but you continue to do things right. That's a good thing. Mm. And we forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. Comparisonitis, right? We yeah. start, well, the results aren't here and look at that person. They're getting results. So I must be either doing something wrong or the sucks right. or whatever. But to your point, it's like, and what's that? And what's thing. that called, David? You, I mean, you said it earlier. When you're doing all the little things right, without getting recognition, without getting the accolades, and you just continue to do things the right way, delayed gratification. Delayed, or? but but you said right. What is forever? Oh, discipline. Discipline, right? Mm. It's a good thing. Like, and if you look in, in relating it to to my faith, like God likes discipline. He likes quiet, consistent obedience. Right when you're doing things the right way, and you're not doing it to preach to a thousand people, and you're not doing it to, you know, hey, I'm doing this. It's like, hey, if you're if you're helping someone and nobody sees it, that's good. Mm. If you're waking up in the morning and you're taking care of your body, that this vessel that you've been given, and you're doing things the right way, but nobody else knows, that's good. If you're working. And doing the things that you don't have to do, but you're doing them because it helps somebody else, mm-hmm. that's good. You don't need to get that gratification or recognition for it to be a really good thing. Yeah. And guess what? You look two years from now, and you look back, and you measure the progress that you made because you're doing those small little things quietly, that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah. No. I. 
I think I think we're all go through this at some point. Yeah. And, and that's another point that, that we said a little bit earlier, but I want to reemphasize is you're not weird. You're not, there's nothing wrong with you if you yeah. do go through this. Yeah. Because we've all been there. No matter how jacked up we are, again, to your to your story, I was thinking about your story. Yeah. No matter how jacked up you were about that goal of reaching the NFL, it doesn't mean that those four or five years it took to get there yeah. doesn't mean there weren't times where you thought, well, even even, is this, is even, this even after I got more? there, right? You right. get there and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm in the NFL. Like I get yeah. to do this. Well, guess what? Week 8, 9, 10, yeah. 11, 12, 13, that Thursday practice when it's third down and you're not super, and I'm not involved as a fullback and I'm doing all scout team and special teams, not, not a real fun practice. Yeah. And there were days that I'm like, ugh. Yeah. But then I like... You catch yourself and you're like, okay, listen to the voice that says, ah, you know what? Don't volunteer to run the tight end position on scout team or don't volunteer to be, you know, the running back in this yeah. or, hey, don't jump in to be scout team special teams, right? right? Like, and I'm like, screw that. Like, yeah. I worked way too hard. And so the feeling is real and it's there. And just because you are doing what you love, which I loved more than anything at that point, other than my wife and kids, it was like, it's still there. Yeah, it's yeah. still something that just freaking beats you down. Yeah, that, that's really good. That, that I forget about that is yeah. Even though you accomplished that goal, it's you still had those moments even yes. after that. And, and it reminds me of the phrase, and it's a really cheesy phrase, but you are living the times that you once prayed for. Yeah, and I just think sometimes that resets me. Of I'm doing things today that five years ago I never thought would be possible. Yeah. And am I where I want to be? No. And, and do I still have big goals that I want to accomplish? And, and we're probably never, I'm probably going to be 95 thinking, man, I still should have done this or that. Uh -huh. But uh -huh. it does reset my perspective of appreciating where I am, yeah. understanding that I am in a place that I've, that I once dreamed about. Yeah. And now I have the ability to dream even further yeah. and to be able to strive even further. Yeah. So as we wrap this up, you guys, maybe go around and just some closing thoughts, words of encouragement for people that are currently, cause I, I'm being honest, this is where I am right now. I'm in the yeah. dog days right now. Yeah. So this discussion has been very helpful already in just this past 30 minutes for me. What, what closing words of encouragement you guys have for people if they're going through the dog days right now? Uh, ben, you, you know, asked Tyler how he could train himself to kind of get that enlightenment that you felt and I don't think you can really train yourself for that. I think you have to continually put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. And then they, they come. Um, I would argue that is training. Yeah. Putting yourself in those situations. But that's it, a great point. You're, you're, yeah. You're consciously thinking, I'm going to put myself in this situation. I'm going to overcome it. That's one more notch on the belt for me. For the next time I face something, so that's worse. and that and from a football, so that's a good point. Dude. From a from a football standpoint, we used to do this a lot. Is you would put yourself in a very hard game type situation. Yeah. Okay, get out of it. You have to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Put a consequence on it. You put yourself in this uncomfortable situation that hey, it's it's fight or flight here, guys. Like we got to figure out what to do. And I I agree with you, I, I, David. I totally agree that it's all about. Okay, look, if I put myself in an uncomfortable situation, I have to get out of this mm. or I have to get through this. Yeah, yeah and I'll just tell a quick story. Uh, two weeks ago, we went and we're filming this series. It's Cribs, but for golfers. And we were, the plan was to leave at 4 in the morning and the flight gets back one thirty in the morning 
yeah. the next day. Ooh. And it's like, in your head, you're like, yeah, this is, gonna, this is not going to be fun. Yeah. But it's like, you just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we get back to the airport at 1.30 in the morning, and I have a flat tire. <sighs> so then change the flat tire, and on the drive home, I had never, I'd never been more fired up that I had started snacks. Because it was like, this is like, in your head, you're like, nobody's doing, nobody's doing this except for me, yeah. um, which people are. But like, those are the situations that I dreamed about two years ago when I started, yeah. was going to golfers' houses and, oh, that's awesome. filming, and yes. filming it. Um, and the flat tire was just kind of like funny, like, okay. It's going to be a good story later yeah. on, yeah. for sure. It's good so. for you, man. That's a good story. Yeah. I just, I, I think... You, you just mentioned it, is recognize that in, in those dog days, in those days that it's just really hard to get motivated, is that consistent discipline is good, and that is where you're gaining ground on other people. Find energy in that. Find motivation in that because if they're taking a half a step, you're taking a full step. Mm. And, yeah, when you look at it and you do the comparison thing and you look at it like today, I may not be that far ahead, but guess what? You consistently do that for a year, two years, five years. Look at the ground that you've gained mm-hmm. on that, on, yeah. on your competition. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, my, my, my closing thought is that it's just reiterating the blinders mentality. And, and, and I'm telling myself this of keep the blinders on. Yes, it's natural to look at other people and see where they are. And it's good in some cases to, yeah. to aspire you know, based on other people's performances. However, I have the tendency to fixate on other people as opposed to being inspired by them. Right. And that, that keeps me that keeps me in the dog days longer than I should. Yeah. And so for me, it's keeping those blinders on, making sure I've got my head down. I'm looking up when, when necessary, but I've got my head down. I'm continuing to put in the effort and the time that it's uh-huh. going to take for me to get to where I want to go because uh-huh. it doesn't matter what everybody else does. It only matters with effort and the thought and the time that I'm putting in. So, and lastly, and one other one other thing is that honestly, and I hope this doesn't come off as cold and harsh. Um, I hope it does. Get the people but motivated, but it, but it's real. Is there's a lot of times that we can start to feel sorry for ourselves. Nobody understands what I'm going through. It's this. They may not understand, but guess what? Nobody else cares. <laughs> Fact. Nobody cares if it's dog days, right? Nobody else is going to just give you something to get you through it. You've got to manifest it yourself. You got to manifest the motivation. You got to manifest the energy. You got to manifest. So take accountability for it. Take responsibility for it. Recognize it. Recognize. Look, I'm not alone in this, but I'm alone in this. Yeah. I'm not the only one that feels this way, but nobody else is going to come <laughs> in and save the day. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a great way to end it right there. So. We're on social media. We're on YouTube, uh, The Darren Woodson Show. Uh, we are on Instagram, at Darren Woodson Show. Uh, and then as always, the best way that you can help us out is by sharing these podcasts. If this did something for you today, if you got something out of this, even if it was a 30-second soundbite that really helped you out, text it to five of your friends. Yeah. Post it on your social media. That's the best way for this to grow. We appreciate you guys. Leave us a review on the podcast app yeah. as well, uh, which is also very beneficial and helpful to us. Guys, we love doing this. We, we've said this a million times. This isn't our full-time job. We have full-time jobs. We have families, but we love doing this so much. We hope that you guys enjoy it as well. Um, and then again, I'll keep teasing this. We've got a massive, huge announcement coming up. Now we're, what, two weeks away no. from that announcement? No, three. This, this, uh, first week of December. Yeah. So, yeah, on the 29th. Yeah. Three. No, the 30th. 
for. We're making a huge announcement on the 30th. So yeah. we are, yeah, three weeks away. Come so. on. Yeah. All right. Lots, lots of work between that. now and then. That's right. That's Let's get right. It. Can't wait to tell you guys. So have a good rest of the week, and uh, we will see you on Monday.